Ripped Out Fight Club. Ready to fight? I know I am. I'm Justin. With me here is Chuck. We're going to fight. What's all about? Fight me. What's going fight on? me. <laughs> I don't know. I'm okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. Ready. I came I came prepared for something. Came prepared for this one. All right. For something. No, I came prepared yeah. for something. I don't know if I'm oh. ready for this one. Okay. Okay. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, that works. Yeah. Um, got a prelay shed from my blackheaded python. What the heck? That's exciting. Hopefully, uh, do better Counting this down year. the days She's now. Looking big, so they look yep. like pretty big eggs in there. Well, Curious to see how many for you, away. dude. Thanks, yeah. man. Think, so, uh, think I'm getting it, getting it down a little better these days. So hopefully, the incubation will go well and figure it out. I'm gonna try a. Couple things, <laughs> higher like, uh, like cutting the eggs early. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm gonna cut yeah. all of them all at once. All of them very early. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, gonna try a larger incubation container and yeah, venting or no venting. I don't think I'm gonna vent. Like okay. we, maybe once a week, you know, I'll open okay. it up and just pop the pop the top and do the do the air exchange and yeah. I like to use the. The Barker method, I don't know if it's the Barker method, if they originated, but they have like the styrofoam uh, boxes with like, a, not a box, but like a styrofoam, you know, a styrofoam container with a sheet mm -hmm. of paint, paint of glass across the top of it or, you know, that's kind of what they yep. use for their incubation. Yeah. And I think Jordan was telling me that's the way he incubates his black-headed eggs and is that is that like um, like uh, when you uh, I don't know if you don't you don't buy frozen rodents but usually when you when so when I buy frozen rodents yeah. from uh, what they're they shaking. come in like those styrofoam like mm -hmm. you know cool boxes. like uh, cool boxes yeah, yeah you just kind of and then you just half it and put a piece mm -hmm. of glass over the top of it cool yeah. I need nice. to see if I can find one that'll fit nicely in the incubator you know so I don't have to yeah you know, find I don't know it's like what do you do. Yeah. I, I what do like you a, do? Yeah. I would like a bigger incubator, like a walk-in would be nice, like some of these guys have, but I don't think I'd ever make a use of a walk-in incubator. Yeah. It's just too much space. You know, I yeah. don't need that much space, but I did see, uh, there were some new incubators being advertised at one of the shows. Uh, who was it? Mike Wilbanks, I think was making mm. incubators now. And they look pretty sweet. You know, they're it's cool. What do you call them? Some kind of, um, can look it up real quick <laughs> but yeah um they look they looked pretty nice they're they're a little little out of my price range i think right plastic now, but, or metal or um, what are they? they looked plastic mm. yeah but they looked like they were um you know they're designed for reptiles he has a bunch of different si sizes mm -hmm. um he calls them wilbanks homeostatic incubators and uh you know i I haven't used this product, so I, I'm not necessarily endorsing it, but I just thought it was interesting. Interesting. He's got some that'll hold a couple clutches all the way up to like more clutches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think all the right. smallest the smallest one holds five ball python clutches and the largest one holds sixty-four ball python clutches. Holy shit. Yeah. That's, that's a big incubator. Yeah. It's like you know, Guess it doesn't say the size on the um the size. Anyway, I don't know why we're doing it. Brought to you by Wilbanks. <laughs> my my mutton power powerlifting gloves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mutton's choice. Mutton's yeah. choice. That was great to get that endorsement from Oh Mutton's my god. Choice. That was I've, been, I've been going for that for a while. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I didn't yeah. even know that he was he was putting out sponsorships. I was it was yeah. a, a pleasant surprise. Thank you, thank you. I was. Yeah. Have you ever heard the word homeostatic? Do you know what that means? Homeostatic, yeah, like homeostasis. Well, yeah, homeostasis. But like, what is he homeostaticing? The temperature, the humidity, I guess, everything. Yeah, I mean, it maintains the set temperature without regard to external temperature. Isn't that what all incubators do? No. <laughs> Within, it says it heats or cools depending on external factors. It says it maintains set temperature without regard to the external temperatures, 
And then in the next sentence, it says, depending on external factors. <laughs> so yeah. is it independent or without regard or with regard? So my guess, on. <laughs> my guess is that it probably pulls air from the outside to cool. Yeah. But if you outside is hotter than inside, then you yeah. might have, that's what I want. You might have some issues. If he has a cooling mechanism in there, then maybe that price would be not too bad. I guess, I guess that would be like a wine cooler or something. Don't they? Like yeah. I mean, or heat depending that's like on a whole, I mean, that's, you gotta have a condenser and I mean, that's a, yeah. but they kind of look like those, like, uh, like a Pepsi fridge type thing, you know, yeah. Like, metal with the glass door but it looks like the whole glass door opens you know all at once so that's sweet i don't know interesting yeah they look pretty sweet though i wouldn't mind having one in my reptile room i still like ed bradley's he has like a 50s style 40s style fridge it's like immaculate condition that he breeds that he bred condors in which is just like it's yeah. Yeah. I've got an old uh, freezer that we pulled out of the lab that I converted into an nice, so, yeah. nice works out pretty well. The that, tank, like the, the 64 ball Python clutches incubator is four grand. So cool. Yeah. A little well, I guess if you're incubating you 64 ball Python clutches, I mean, you can afford well, the four grand, right? You would think, I don't, yeah, I've heard the ball market. Python market is not doing <laughs> as hot as it was. So maybe 64 clutches is a lot of problems right now. But you know, I just, I don't know how we got on that topic. But, yeah, um, no, you totally got oh, us on that incubators. You did. Incubating. Yeah. That's what you did. Yeah. You, yeah. Inc- getting my, so I got to plug in my incubator, get it ready for those eggs. Ooh, I yeah. want to get like the container all ready to go. I'm hoping she's not going to lay while I'm gone, but it might fall. Oh my God. While I'm out of, of course again, but I've got summer. She was the reason that it worked last year. She, yep. she was there to collect the eggs and she was there when they hatched too. So like I was gone on two separate trips for both those events. So summer is definitely my little herp helper, but she's kind of slowed down. She's getting into those teenage years where she's yes, other interests. You know, it's like, yeah, she did come out a couple weeks ago, but she's been a little sparse mm-hmm. when it comes time to going out there. But I think That's she, the, she's the teenage a, year uh, strategy trying yeah, to keep we've got them, the, keep them. The, the reptile show coming up in Salt Lake. So she's going to help me with that. And that's like nice. the weekend after I get back from France. So see how that goes. But, yep. Uh, well, uh, yeah. So what else is anything else going on? I, I know I've got a, a couple other snakes that are pretty far along. Uh, Gravid-wise, they look like they're going to lay fairly soon. So we nice. will see. My reptile room's starting to heat up a little bit with those uh, additional cages I've got in there, and um, so we'll see see if things if spring has sprung in my reptile room, and we'll see if stuff starts laying. See, it's interesting that you know those blackheads are you know kind of go pretty early. I thought they were going early until Lucas got <laughs> Walma clutches, yeah. you know, a couple weeks ago. So <laughs> he's uh, he's. He He's definitely you. ahead of me. I know. I think it's kind of nice though, because if you can get those early clutches, it gives you kind of an advantage. You got time to get them feeding and all that good stuff. And then not that it's hard with Wilma's, but with blackheads, it's very difficult. So yeah. yeah. Um, so we'll see, see how that uh, works out for him. He'll be sold out by the time anybody else hatches any, but mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, and he's got some pretty yeah. nice. He probably shouldn't yeah. have any any trouble getting rid of his. Yeah, right. His Wilma's. He's yeah. a womanizer. But I mean, if he's going to follow that, uh, you know, Alan Rapashi, you know, he needs to hold some of those back and mm-hmm. <laughs> diversify mm-hmm. and expand and have a bunch of different. Maybe things. not Burke the whole thing, but there you go. There you go. All right. Well, today we're talking about grabbing or not grabbing. Keep your Whoa. damn hands off her, Biff. Biff. <laughs> All right. So let's see. You want to oh, take the Biff density. approach or the, or the, uh, you are my density. what's his name? What's his name? Uh, Marty. McFly. Marty McFly. Well, no, his yeah. dad. What's, what's his dad's name? Oh. Marty McFly's uh, dad. 
Because he's the oh one telling God. Biff to get his hands up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, come on. George, George McFly. George McFly. George, how go. did I die? Yeah. <laughs> uh, how did I forget that? Good thing you're here, man. I just well, want to lose my... I don't know. I mean, I... My brain doesn't... Fly. You're, you're half of my brain, apparently. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the, I don't know if that's a, a ringing compliment. We're you, struggling. You we're, we're doing the, the best George we can. McFly. It's yeah. No, I'm just, just kidding. All right. So, um, yeah, we're going to talk about when you're out herping, should you uh, grab them and, you know, take a winker shot and, you know, manipulate them or just kind of observe them from afar and let them kind of do their thing, maybe witness some natural history. So from a distance, there we Sorry. go. Let's let's fight, huh? Are we um, flipping? I'm flipping. You ready to call? Tails. It's heads. Whoa! Oh my goodness, that's, that's uh, two weeks in a row. I'm on a streak here. I think it's what longer than that. It? Did you beat me before that? Mm, I, I think might might have won the last one, or not the. So you won the last one, and I think you might have won the one before that. Yeah, because you you fought uh, our last guest, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Um, did you, you you fought Eric or or yeah, right, Eric Summer? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because I fought Mitchell. Yeah. Okay, that's right. Well, that's right. Guess it's only a two-week streak. All right. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll be okay with that. Better than hydration. Did we? Did we? Did I win? I think I won the hydration one too. Oh yeah, yeah. Anyway. That's what. That's my mind. Anyway. What it was. We're. we're I don't know what's happening there. anymore. Senility right. setting in. Well, I won. That's all that's important. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> that's true. That is okay, so true. I'm gonna take the not grab attitude this time around. So I got to take the grabby, the grabby hands. You're Biff in this one. Oh, I'm George. <laughs> I'm going to smack you around if you don't get your grabby hands off those herbs. Okay. Well, lead us think, out. Think, McFly. Think. <laughs> I'm going, I'm going the check route and letting you take the leads. What are you looking at, butthead? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one that's a good one if you haven't seen Back to the Future all you young whippersnappers out there right. you gotta that's a classic that's a fun definitely one. definitely <laughs> started it started people actually wanting to buy Toyota trucks yeah Remember though that? he what uh, what's the what's Marty's real name I can't Michael J. Um, Fox Michael J. Fox he was in Teen Wolf right as yeah, well. that's and, true. And Teen Wolf Two, T O O, was on TV the yeah. other night, and so I watched it's, watched part of. Yeah, it's like good. the exact same movie, yeah. just well, with uh, Jason Bateman instead of yeah. Michael J. Fox. It's like, I mean, why did they think this was a good idea and this was gonna go over well? Everybody, everybody saw right through it. I guarantee. Like, okay, you know, it's the same story, different guy, kind of stupid. So I feel like that's what we're doing these days. We're just like, yeah. you know, we can't Watching. come up with an original. There's going to be a, there's never going to be another archetypal, like an Indiana Jones or a Rambo <laughs> yeah. or like, you know, like right. they, they're all, they're it's just going to, everything's a remake it. these days. Yeah. It seems. Yeah. It's no, no, nobody wants to take a risk on, you know, <laughs> original thoughts and yeah. fucking, you know, I, I mean, there's uh, a few here and there, but well, I, I still, it's all, it's all in, it's all in, you know, uh, smaller production companies yeah. where they're yeah. like Netflix and, they're you know, that's where, services, yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. I feel like, I even feel like in, even in like Netflix and, and, uh, you know, uh, Amazon Prime and all those productions, like they, they run them for like one or two seasons and then they yeah. cancel them. And it's yeah. like, there's no, dude, like I was just 15 getting into this. Yeah. Thing I was kind of like, right? okay, I kind of wanted to see how this was going to go, but they're always yeah. canceling them. And I'm just like, yeah. I'm kind of like, it's hard for me to want to invest. Like I'm mm -hmm. a binge, you know, I'm a bingey kind of person. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, but it's hard for me to want to invest. And, you know, now they're starting to get, now they're starting to like, uh, not, not give you the whole season in one shot. Right. Yeah, so they're right. like, they're like, we're going to tease uh, this out, which yeah. probably good, probably good for them. But yeah. Yeah. I, I are you guys I, start? Did you, did you, 
You did you check out the new Mandalorian yet? I guess that's out. Not yet. Yes. I'm kind of behind on the Star Wars shows. My my uh, family that's, won't I mean, watch them with me, so really? it's like I have to monopoli- monopolize the TV and yeah. and listen to them whine. So I'm just like, eh, yeah. it's easier just to. I like the, the Mandalorian. They did, I did good too. with that, and, yeah. and uh, I mm-hmm. even I didn't I didn't hate uh, Andor. Um, I you know yeah. I just I. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, that's. I, I heard crazy. somebody say that by all these spinoff shows that they're ruining the mystery of Star they're Wars, diluting it out. Or yeah, something. which I could totally. I guess I totally yeah. see that as you know, as the kid, as a kid know, who though, saw Empire Strikes Back in the theaters, yeah. like. I, I, I mean, like all the other like, details, and you know, because yeah, they're, they're, they've had all those books and stuff, you know. Yeah. So. Uh, and I, I also think when I was some people underestimate the nerdism that's out yeah. there when it comes to stuff like that. Right. Like, <laughs> so fair, you know. I started watching that Lord of the Rings spinoff too, or the oh, the show, Rings of Power. Rings of Power. I, yeah, I watched was, like the first. Right. It was kind of slow the first yeah. episode, anyway. So I was like, oh, I don't know. This is kind of slow, but it was it was all right. It was well done, you know. It was yeah. Cool. Yeah, we started new. Uh, this is way off topic, but we started. You're just de- delaying, aren't you? The start, but we we started I mean, watching a, um, a pretty funny show on Apple. It was, uh, uh, oh, now I can't even think of it. Uh, therapized or something like that. It's it's got Jason Siegel and Harrison Ford. Really, um, yeah, interesting. Really good, like Harrison Ford in a funny role. He's pretty good. Like he's pretty right. pretty humorous. But Jason Siegel's a likable i don't know i think i like him i just feel like every time i've seen harrison ford in like real life he's just like seems like he's such a grumpy bastard oh yeah that's that's what he plays in this that's what he plays so perfect yeah yeah. right (laughs) but he's funny you know he's pretty (laughs) good in this yeah um yeah anyway all right no more delay so he does get off my lawn show yeah come on let's get this going what are you looking at butthead (laughs) You want that wax? Right. I got your <laughs> I got your truck wax, Marty. <laughs> uh, we're gonna turn you into the nice Biff after this one. No. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Just don't crash me into the truck full of uh, horse manure. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so I am I'm grabastic. Yeah, I'm grabby. <laughs> All right. All right. So am I? So am I? As to assume uh, that I am leading this out as well. Yeah, yeah. Right. I thought I made that clear. I don't know that <laughs> me and the audience thought that. Yeah. Okay, I mean, okay. I, I, it's, it's. Oh, there it is. There it is. There, sweet lady DDP. I'm ready. All right. I'm prepared. All right. Um, <laughs> I, I, yeah. So, I mean, I guess I will preface my lead out by saying. It sort of depends on where you're herping and what you're herping for. Cause I think that there's some, you know, there's some, um, uh, crocodiles. reptiles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> crocodiles. You do not want to be grabby when you're, when you're hunting crocs in Florida or, you know, when you're, when you're, um, Oh, another tangent. Did you, upon, oh, yes, did you yeah. see that, that somebody got eaten by a crocodile? They hit, they hung up their towel on a no swimming warning crocodiles here sign and they got bit right so you know of course they had to destroy the crocodile because some moron couldn't read a sign that he put his towel on well how's he supposed to read the sign with the towel on there dude (laughs) he covered up the warning it's not his fault (laughs) ah stupid people the crocodile ate him and was like what are you looking at butthead And, and why do why do why do we feel the need to go kill the crocodile like the dude deserved it Frankly, I mean, so if you're going to ignore a warning sign, if you go and electrocute yourself on a fence that says high voltage danger, you know, and then all of a sudden your family comes and says, we're going to sue you because our person died on your fence or, you know, I, know. I mean, I guess my thing Crazy. is like, OK, you know, if. <laughs> if <laughs> OK, anyway, tangent, if, tangent. No, no, over. No, I, I'm just no. I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you know, if. We could actually prove that now the crocodile craves human flesh like a, a fucking, <laughs> yeah. you know, zombie or something. And uh, you'll never keep it away from populations. It'll be just running through the street eating children. People. And yeah, like if, if that if that was something that was of, of concern, you know, 
okay, I get that. But, I mean, clearly that crocodile was down to eat anything that would throw a towel over a sign that said, <laughs> yeah. you know, be careful, uh, right? Like, I mean, we just so, need, we need to let, I mean, that, that helps the gene pool. I think if I, you're going to eat somebody who's going to, now saying that, I guess me, me and Rico and a couple others swam and Alan Rapashi, we were swimming in a little creek where it had a, warning crocodile sign but the water was very clear we could see you know yeah. it was pretty shallow but i don't know i i didn't stay in very long but i also feel like but yeah. i also feel like you knowingly saw the sign and yeah. you made a conscious choice as informed consumers of <laughs> women yeah. area but, this, this, but this if we would have gotten eaten would we have and, called and, for and that crocodile to be, be killed. Be fair, maybe not. that guy was like, yeah. "Ain't scared of no crocodile." Threw his fucking <laughs> towel over that shit and is like, "I'm going swimming," and yeah. he made a bad decision, yeah. right? Like, yeah. so you know, I mean, but look, the crocodile, you can't you know, take pay for the that. risk out of life. Like, if you go into the water and you get bit by a shark, like, yeah. You know why sharks don't come on land? Because people kill them when they do, right? Like that. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I get it. They didn't do so well on land, but I'm just saying, when you go into another apex apex predator's territory and you have a negative outcome, why would you be shocked about that? Like, why, why would, would you, you try shocked? to take it out on the yeah the animal? You know, yeah. I don't know. Goes back to our uh, our pioneer roots where we have to get rid of all the big predators that can hurt us, and then all of a sudden the prey explosion occurs, and you got deer dying because there's no cougars to eat them or something. Cougars, all right. cougars. All right, so no more stalling. Where, where was grab I? away? Keep uh, grabbing. <laughs> oh, so I was just saying that I think grabbing is fantastic unless it's a rattlesnake and it'll bite you. Or a crocodile that'll bite you, or hey, no, that guy that I saw down in Ocotillo, he was holding that rattle, that sidewinder. And yeah, and I don't think that's a good idea. I don't think that's a good idea. Real men of genius, you know. Real men of genius. <laughs> and he we got like bit, to and now you, they Mr. went down to destroy all the sidewinders. Yeah, know? and and yeah. I, so I was listening to um, Phil and and Nipper. Um, and, and, mm-hmm. you know, Nipper unfortunately had, a, a, a an unfortunate run in incident with, yeah. And, and, uh, they, you know, Phil was just kind of running down some of the costs. Um, oh, I mean, yeah. I knew it was a lot, but not geez, in England. Man. I mean, they have, the, right. they have, like, they well, have yeah, I mean, universal we can't all be as great as Nipper and have <laughs> yeah. socialized. Yeah. You don't want to get and, bit here. You know, it's going to, we have burritos. You. That's what we got. We got burritos. And that's why he's like, fuck burritos. I'll take socialized medicine because he did not get stuck with a giant vet, but which is amazing. Yeah. And I actually think socialized med. we socialize all kinds of things, uh, in this country. Like, um, you know, the VA is socialized, so um, nobody's complaining that vets shouldn't get socialized VA medicine. Anyway, I, I digress. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I just think, like, with the cost involved and the potential for, you know, permanent damage and it's just not, you know, ha- handling some. You're arguing my point. Not well, <laughs> yes. I'm okay. prefacing. Stop. I'm not okay. arguing. Okay. I'm prefacing. That there's okay. a keep going. Keep going. We need a distinction there. So, <laughs> you know, but other than that, like, you know, a lot of animals don't sit still. Uh they're going to run mm-hmm. for it and and you know, if you know what you're grabbing and you're 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 uh you're coach whippy fast, um <laughs> you know, I I say go for it because um you, you know, I I think as long as you're not hurting the animal, um, a wanker shot never killed anybody. You know, uh, it, it, it may be, um, well, okay. I shouldn't say that. I'm sure wanker shots have killed people before, but that is, that is, that is to say that I don't, you know, other than, you know, it kind of, you being like the prototypical human who's just to grab nature and take a picture of it and post it on Instagram, blah, blah, blah. But, but Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. I enjoy looking at your photos and you, you had to wanker shot those things. And, you know, that's kind of how we document our experiences and we interact with things. And that's part of, you know, that's part of herping. That's part of going out, having that experience with that animal 
setting it down and letting it go on its way. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, you know, and I think there's nothing wrong with that and you should have that, that experience. Um, I just think that there's, you know, you've got to, you got to know your customer, right? Like I, I don't think that, I don't think that, uh, that rattlesnake we found that morning in, uh, in, in the desert, uh, uh, in the high, de- was a high desertish area? Uh, and was that, well, were we in New Mexico or was that Arizona? New Mexico-ish um, area? We were, I think that was technically New Mexico. Where we, we were border. Yeah. We were borderline right somewhere. Border. Like, yeah. But that <laughs> thing was big and it was pissed. And yeah. I mean, it like, kept it wanting was, to go under the car. Oh my God. And yeah. it was a handful on a hook like that. Yeah. I mean, you know, and, and if that thing had bit one of us, Oh, oh yeah. Forget it, we dude. Were. Like yeah. that would have been game over, man. Game over. <laughs> it would have been so, a rough, a rough oh, ride to yeah, the hospital yeah. oh, two man, hours that, away. <laughs> I, 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 I couldn't imagine. And so yeah. I think, I think, you know, responsibly speaking, you, you just, it's not worth screwing around with. And, and, you know, you listen to Nipper. And if you guys haven't listened to that episode, listen to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's the most recent Venom uh, Exchange Radio. Uh, it was a great episode. Nipper did a really good job. I'm really sorry to hear that happened to him. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, Nipper's not a reckless guy. He's not a willy nilly yeah. dude. And, and, you know, he made a mistake and, you know, he, he recognized it and thank God he's okay, but you know, it, it can happen. So, oh, you yeah. know, if you don't know what you're grabbing, don't grab it. If you, if you, if you don't, you know, like I would not, I would be extremely nervous in Australia grabbing <laughs> some snakes because they've got a lot of different lapids there. And I, yeah. I don't know. I, you know, I don't know all of them. So it's like, well, we, uh, hey, we were up in the Iron Range and and uh, night herping, kind of looking for green tree pythons, you know, along the mm-hmm. – um, there was a area where juveniles were purported to hang out because it was kind of on the forest edge. So we were walking along, and, and I saw this uh, dark snake, and it was, like, kind of slithered past me. And I was like – my first instinct was to right. try to grab yeah. it. And I'm like, yeah. wait a second. I'm not yeah. – I'm in – you know, it doesn't have a rattle. It must be safe, but I'm not in Utah. Mm, yeah. And that's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That could exactly. end up poorly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, I think, I think knowing your, you know, you got to know your customers. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Anyway, that's, that's probably how I'd start. <clears throat> just my okay. prefacing, my obvious prefacing. Well, let's move on to a more enlightened state. So, you know, once you've grabbed everything, Namaste. you got your, yeah. Got Namaste your selfie for your fly. get your uh, get your likes on Facebook oh, and Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Once you're beyond that and you're just herping to enjoy the reptiles rather than get famous, you know. This is the Buddha shit right now. <laughs> yeah, says the guy who posts all this stuff on <laughs> all his herping stuff on Facebook. Yeah, and right. Instagram. Um, but you know, I I think there can definitely be some. Um, benefits to observation now we're not Mm -hmm. the most patient you know people especially when you're paying a lot of money to go to a different state or country to her you know look for reptiles you know you're gonna want to get a picture of them you're gonna want to interact maybe maybe this is more for like if you're herping local you're seeing stuff that maybe you've seen quite a bit and you know where to find them it's not hard to find you know you go to their spot where where you're guaranteed to find a, a big chuck walla, you know, go watch the chuck. And uh, you uh, take a pair of binoculars, you sit down in the shade of a, a big rock, and you watch the chuck walla and just watch it. I'm just prefacing. There. I feel like you're you're really <laughs> whittling now. You're, you've got your yeah. knife. You're whittling this argument. I yeah, this is, this is a well-crafted argument. You know? I see that. But, uh, I see that. You know, you're, you're, you're going to see it's – it's natural behaviors, you know, un, un, in, in unobscured, what's the word, un, unmolested by a human, you know, see what it does when it's just hanging out. Now, you know, we, there, there's probably some that are, lend themselves to this kind of thing more than others, but like I was listening, what was I listening to? Oh, it was, it was that, uh, Clubrids and Clubroid radio where they were talking with, uh, Connor Wardle, um, and he was, they were talking about watching 
some kind of coach whip or, or uh, and it was hunting, right? It was following something. And so they just sat back and watched this thing and it would come and periscope and look for, you know, it's lizard prey. And then it would try to chase it down and the lizard would run out in front of it and it'd have to stop and look around. But it, they got to watch it like periscope and, you know, chase down the, the lizard. And, um, you know, I, I don't think, I, I, that's that's kind of where our knowledge base comes from, right? It's people making observations. Now, um, we were hiking through, you know, the Utah desert, and we saw. Um, I, I came around a you know, like a, around a bush or something, and there was this uh, leopard lizard perched up on top of a cactus, and we scared like some small whiptail or something, and it ran past. The collared and the collared lizard was full on going to jump down and grab that lizard and, and probably choke it down. You know, they can eat pretty good sized lizards. So, um, but we kept walking and before we realized what was going on, but we disturbed and then he saw us and he stopped and ran the other way. So we didn't get to see that uh, natural history event, but you know, he was going for that lizard that we spooked, you know. So, um, I think if you kind of can set up, especially with lizards, you know, but if you cause, are, if you cause the start of the interaction <laughs> and you ruin the interaction, doesn't that right. like, isn't that like, uh, cancel yeah, it negative, out? Yeah. It cancels yeah, it out. Yeah. yeah it that does. one's canceled. Yeah. But I mean, if, if we could have like, you know, set up a blind or something and watch that leopard lizard, you know, hunt, that would be kind of cool. And just, you know, maybe see him catch a meal or something, you know, snakes. Yeah. They're not as. Maybe, you know, with some exceptions, like, you know, the coach whip, coach whip example is is maybe something you could observe and watch a coach whip from a distance, you know, um, follow him and see what he does and see what he's hunting and things like that. That would be kind of cool. But I think, you know, the naturalist side of me wants to go out and observe what they're doing. Now, the impatient side of me says, I want to picture that coach whip. I want to, you know, I want to see it up close. So I'm going to grab it and hold on to it and put it ne next to the tree so we can get some in situ photos, you know, of it in the tree that we found it in or whatever. And, uh, you know, I think sometimes that impatient part of us, um, wins out, but I don't know. Another example, I think of, of just sitting back and watching natural behaviors. We were walking through uh gorge in, in the Pilbara in Western Australia and my wife and I, we were actually having an argument because she didn't want me going into the gorge at night by myself and leaving her, you know, at the car or whatever. And so I was like, um, I'd be fine. She's like, no, it's too dangerous. You can't do that. Another so tire. Like, you can't tell me what to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so, yeah. and so, uh, and then we come around kind of this little rock ledge and there's a, uh, Varanus hammersleyensis, the Southern Pilbara rock mm -hmm. monitor, right? Cruising along a rock. And I'm like, Oh, time out. <laughs> we can finish this later. I'm going to, you know, I, I need to see this, you know, and there's very, and yeah, not a very great chance. You're going to catch that lizard. They're agile. Oh, they just yeah. climb up the rocks like nothing. Although Steve did get hands on one, not, you know, that's probably not the best thing to put out there because I think it's technically illegal to grab that <laughs> in Australia. So I didn't say that. We don't know which Steve we're talking yeah. about. So anyway, uh, you know, I just sat and watched this thing. I mean, it was, it was hunting. I saw it catch a spider and, you know, gulp down a spider. I think I even videoed it. So I was videoing while it was doing its daily routine, you know, uh, crawling around on the rocks, hunting, and then it would stop and bask. And so I got all this uh, behavior on, on camera, you know, so that's maybe mm -hmm. one way we can kind of have that interaction <clears throat> without getting hands on the animal is just sitting back and kind of, documenting, you know, nature documentary style, <laughs> watching their behaviors. I think that can lead to um, just as rewarding an interaction um, where you're not disturbing the animal and their behaviors. Now, granted, this was in a well-traveled, you know, gorge where a lot of people go and it probably is used to people walking back and forth past its house, you know, and so um, it may not have been as wary as other populations of the same yeah. lizard, you know? So maybe in places like that, you know, in, in parks in Australia, you can watch the water dragons get pretty close to them. Whereas in the bush, they're just going to take off and dive into the water, you know? So, right. 
sometimes those uh, places might be lend themselves to that kind of thing, being able to see their behavior where they don't see you and just freeze and hide, you know. So I don't know. I think that's really rewarding. And then you get to see what it's what it's uh, daily routine entails and you can kind of get to know the animal. Yeah. But if you grab it, what's you know what it's over, you know, that kind of thing is over. It's just going to dart for the closest point of security where it's going to wedge itself until all the danger is gone. You know? But you do grab those things and went to document them on some of your herb trips, right? Like you do do sure. that. Yeah. And, and, and going on herb trips and sharing what you found with other people is mm-hmm. part of that experience. Right. Sure. Yeah. So, so, you know, there's, there's a, an unequivocal coupling of, of both, wanker handling and mm-hmm. you know letting letting the the animal do its thing yeah so you know i mean i i i, I you know i i definitely understand that you know you give the animal its distance you let it do its natural behaviors maybe you photograph it from a distance or video it from a distance but you know once that animal realizes you're there aren't you affecting the natural behaviors of that animal um, could could be yeah. potentially maybe or maybe not could. maybe you being well, a predator there it's exactly the animal's doing exactly what it should be doing is mm-hmm. being wary of the food monkey right like and, and that know, you, know. you know this this video camera i had had a pretty good zoom on it like it was like a hundred x zoom so you could That's be like pretty a zoom, far a zoom, away. zoom in a zoom zoom yeah and it wasn't yeah. you know too expensive it was like a little canon handheld you know not the yeah the necessarily like the 4k quality or anything back then but it was uh, yeah. good enough you know the the youtube video i put up of the rock monitors of australia or whatever um that was taken using that camera you know and right. so um i got some pretty good footage of of the lizards kind of doing natural naturalistic things so but yeah i mean i i, I wasn't completely sure that my presence there wasn't affecting their behavior in some way but you know if you can kind of hang back and video from a distance uh you're probably going to have much less chance of disturbing their natural behavior than you are if you're getting hands on them. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Biff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, I mean, I, I get that's, you know, sure. I just, I, I think, you know, likely you're probably going to try and do both, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're you're, yeah. you're going to try to let them Honestly. do their thing and <laughs> yeah. you're going to try to pick them up and get some shots and, and, and I think and- it, you know, I think it depends on who you're with too, because, you know, um, one of our members of the trip, uh, really wanted to grab everything, right? So he was catching everything we saw and, uh, actually posting like those pictures of him holding the animals or, or at least, you know, those close ups where the, you know, on Facebook and, and that kind of may have led yeah. to us getting searched and things like that. So, you know, there's other repercussions for, for handling things and, Doing that, sure. Off. But um, you know, it it's uh, it's definitely a, a way we interact with the animals. And he just said, "I don't know what it is. I just feel like I need to, you know, get it I in hand and inspect it. it closer." And you know, you can see kind of details and things. And so, yeah, that's not the not the worst thing. And you know, as long as you're not hurting the animal, they're probably just fine to be manhandled a bit. And but as long as you don't go. The Biff, you know, level. Yeah, you don't want to be okay. at the in the parking lot at the Enchantment Under the Sea dance. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 That is not Earth Angel. That's right. You'll get a punch. You'll get sucked in the mouth. That's right. George by, doesn't. By George. George doesn't fuck around when it comes to that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. 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 I I do think that um, some you know even though we got up and up close and personal with one of the Hammersleyensis monitors that we that we saw, we saw, I, I think I've seen a total of three of those of that species. And, uh, the first one I saw, I, I just hung back, video recorded it doing its thing, you know, and then I climbed up kind of close to it to get, you know, still photos and, and, uh, and it didn't seem too phased by me because I didn't get within its, you know, danger zone mm-hmm. or whatever, wherever mm-hmm. you know, its flight zone. And so, just kind of keeping an eye on you. Yep. And kind of hung out there. And then if I would get too close, it would move a little further away, mm-hmm. like, you know, but he knew he could dust me on those yeah. rock faces. You know, there was no chance. 
Now the ones that the one we got hands on, we got nice close up photos, but I still think I like some of the pictures that I got of the ones kind of in the natural setting. Um, just kind of doing their thing and uh, yeah. And, they look and, cool. and, and I think like sometimes, you know, I mean, I know certain times we've, we've kind of found stuff and, and where we kind of found it was not really a great place to take a photo yeah. of it. Right. Like, mm-hmm. so, you know, as much as you're kind of like, ah, post photos, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of, you know, like you find something on the road. Is that what you want to, you want to, yeah, right. of, of a road there or me you, you know one you move it off so it's not in the middle of the road oh yeah you get yourself out of the road mm-hmm. uh watch out for those scary cars and <laughs> and you know maybe you can get a nice kind of natural backdrop uh when you're mm-hmm. photographing the animal and do the animal service you know uh getting it getting it uh out of roadkill danger Definitely. I think that's probably the best argument for getting stuff off the road, which is crazy because it's kind of it's technically illegal in a few different spots. I believe Texas, you can't take things off the road. You know, Texas you, likes you, to kill shit. They're like, no, nope, not supposed nope. to road cruise or, or yeah. manipulate animals that are on the road, which is yeah. insane to me. Like, get them off the road. But I guess that, you know, a safety issue or something, if you're out trying to get a snake off the road, you might get hit by a big semi or something. But yeah, getting getting things off the road is definitely a reason to to handle or to you know manipulate the animal. Um, preferably, you know, using a hook, of course, with venomous yeah. species or something. But um, and and obviously, you know, most <laughs> a lot of reptiles like junkyards and hiding under mm-hmm. artificial cover, which, like you said, doesn't make for a great photo. You know, people yeah. want to see them in their natural habitat, not in their, you know, in people don't want to, where people you don't found want them. the, yeah, they, they don't want yep. the, uh, the mental of, of wildlife living in their trash, their, exactly. their discards. Yeah. So we set up little, uh, you know, little spots near where we found them to kind of, and coax them into those areas, you know, yeah. cause you know, there's, there's a lot of species here that are protected as well. And you're not supposed to be using a hook or trying to, yeah, trying to manipulate them in any way. So obviously know the laws. That's probably another reason not to handle is if yeah. it's illegal, don't, don't mess with the laws because, um, we heard a story from Dustin that one of his, one of the guys he knows down in Arizona that does a lot of herping was up looking for price eye for the twin spot rattlesnakes. Mm-hmm. And, and during, I, they're, I mean, highly protected. You're not allowed to mess with those at all. And, uh, can't even get this, on the talus where they're, yeah. A lot of them and this found. kid had tongs and he grabbed the snake and he held it up and he said, I got a price eye. And out of the bushes came a, a wildlife uh, agent and slapped <laughs> it in a pretty big, hefty fine. Yeah, it was a, a big fine. So um, that's another reason, you know, know the laws and know which ones you're allowed to handle if you're thinking about handling. And keep your damn hands off the ones you're not allowed to. Yeah, <laughs> cer- certainly that is a good reason not to have your hands up Lorraine's skirt. Um <laughs> When the wildlife officer shows up, because that's not good. Uh, it is not. I mean, and I think that's probably, you know, a, a really good point for you is is uh, if you don't handle it, you can't get fined. Um, yeah. You know, and and uh, but, but at the same time, like, you know, you probably could get in trouble just photographing it. You know, like, mm-hmm. I, you know, like I, I, I could see yeah. them. I, I could see a wild a conservation officer, you know, being like, hey, what are you doing? Like, well, we're not touching it. Well, I don't care. You want to, I mean, disturbing you know, it. I don't yeah. see you touching it, but if you don't leave right now, I will just fine you, you mm-hmm. know? So, so mm-hmm. I, I do kind of feel like uh, on one hand, like, yep, you're, you're a hundred percent right. You won't get that ticket if you're not touching the animal. But at the same time, you know, I don't think, I don't think most, uh, conservation officers uh really you know really need to have you with the goods in your hands to kind of be like get the heck out of here you filthy kids yeah yeah i mean if if they sense any kind of intent to collect or you know even oh yeah even if you had no if even if you had no interest in collecting it and they have have tongs and a very broad power yeah they have very broad power and yeah and, and you know like it's just 
you know, you hear, you hear a lot of uh, stories about game wardens that just, you know, didn't like it and seized, seized all their shit. And, you know, that's, I'm glad that one, the price side that you found was happy enough to just kind of crawl and crawl out and and curl up by a rock and, you know, go down a little rock crack where we could photograph it without messing with it. You know, that's, uh, that's hard to find, you know, (laughs) we got pretty lucky. Um, and the one that Steve found was basking on a rock for crying out loud. It was in shed, yeah. so it probably couldn't see us coming very well. But yeah. Um, so you know, we we definitely want to maintain and uphold the laws of the land and and not handle if 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 they're if we're asked not to handle. But I know sometimes those laws are a little loose. I know in Australia we handled a lot of things, even though it's technically illegal. And you see the Australians, you know, handling things that are technically sure. illegal and. Um, you know, I, I don't think I've ever run into a, uh, you know, patrol, uh, yeah. a wildlife officer. I mean, that, how, you know, how, how I've gotten pulled over by border patrol a few times, but never like a wildlife agent, uh, U S border patrol. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Like really, they kind of, that's weird. <laughs> when when okay. you're cruising, when you're cruising roads down by the border, he get pulled. No, over yeah, for, I get that. Yeah, I get yeah. that. I just you were talking about Arizona Australia, and, and I'm like, oh, we did get followed by a military was. helicopter in Australia. That was they were fucking with you. Spooky. Oh yeah, they it, were fucking. It, with it you. scared us too. Oh yeah, like, should no. we get out of the car? Are they going to gun us down? Like what's well, going helicopter on? pilots <laughs> love to do that shit. Yeah, it was pretty pretty funny. Made for a good story anyway. Oh. Yeah, you're somebody's story, that's for sure. Yeah. Now we had a story to to match, so that was fair. Good. Fair. Yeah. Um so Yeah, I so uh I, I, I also like that story where we were cruising around uh in, in Western Australia again looking for stuff and I saw this snake on the road doing you know, it looked weird like it was doing something strange and so i stop the car and i get out and i'm and i see this mulga and he's he's eating a death adder that's been road killed and stuck to the road you know and he's trying to peel this dead uh, snake off the road to eat it and uh you know i got out of the car and i'm all excited i'm like it's eating something and this is cool you know and so i'm taking pictures and and trying to get some video of it and it and it gets spooked and so it spits out you know spits it out and takes off and I'm like, ah, crap. I felt kind of bad. So I got my hook and I put, put the death adder on the hook and walked over to where the, the mulga went and, and put the death adder in front of it and it started eating it again. So I got to get some good pictures of it feeding it. I actually put one of those in the book, but so, um, point for me, you know, sometimes disturbing them. Yeah. Can, can lead to some cool stuff too. Yeah. So yeah. not saying that that uh, disturbing an animal is always going to result in bad things. But right. um, that was kind of a fun thing to witness. And, and I wouldn't have witnessed it if I would have just let it, you know, go off on its own. And um, maybe it would have come back, but that's kind of dangerous too, to try to eat something on the road with all the, you know, the mining trucks driving in and out of those uh, back roads in, in Western Australia. So I don't know. Um Another fun fun thing was video recording uh, shingleback skinks following each other in pairs and watching them just kind of cruise across the desert, you know, male following a female. That was pretty mm-hmm. fun to watch from a distance. And, you know, if you get too close to them, they do their whole defensive routine or, or take off for the nearest cover or whatever. So, um, although seeing, you know, like a frilled lizard do its frill rather than yeah. sit on the side of a tree is a lot more fun for pictures, you know? So I, uh, I definitely, there's another point for you, you know, you get those kind of defensing defensive postures are much more engaging than like they're cryptic. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't so. necessarily have to pick the animal up to do that. That's um, true. You know, I mean, you, but you, you do kind of disturb it enough yeah, to definitely, freak definitely. it out to yeah. frill up or yeah. Same with, I guess, a rattlesnake, you know, rattling and and kind of making that defensive posture that they do so well. Uh, Yeah. But, you know, I think uh, the more more experiences, the more you see them, the more experiences you can potentially gain. Um, Sometimes you can get up close and maybe disturb them a little bit for closer pictures. And other times you can hang back and kind of observe them from afar and see what other behaviors they might have. 
show you. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Any other good reasons you can think of to to grab something? I am running out of reasons to grab something. <laughs> I guess if you're making a scientific study or something, you gotta. Mm, that's fair. Yeah, there you go. Measure them Good. and to maybe take a blood sample or a toe clipping a for science DNA. Brain. Yeah, I <laughs> there needed you go. a science brain here. Yeah, stat six, stat six. Yeah. It's hard to get a sample without picking them up or you know yeah. having some kind of drift trap or something like that. So right, right, yeah. fair. All right. Um, oh, one other thing I thought of as a con, um, to, to handling or grabbing stuff is, uh, disease transmission. Oh, um, even, wow. Even How going into the environment, yeah, yeah. you know, like, Fair. uh, Kitrid was spread all yeah. over the world, you know, on boots that un, unknown, unbeknownst to the, to the scientists. That's, that's, that's one of the, the primary trans, yeah. transmission methods. Interesting. Yeah. So they, so they, uh, would be in a, an area where Kitrid was found and then they would, wear the same boots on their trip to mm. the Amazon or wherever they went, you know, and, and so local populations of amphibians declined after the introduction of Kitrid. And it took, you know, decades to figure out what was going on and why Wait they were a minute. disappearing. People fucking things up? <laughs> no. Well, and, and this was a case where they weren't trying to, you know, they were trying well, to... I know. Even responsible. Who would yeah, think to even, dip your boots in uh, in bleach to go look for amphibians? You know, so that's a uh, that's a tricky one. Wash your I don't dirty fault shoes, the scientists you nasty really. scientists. <laughs> Get your damn boots it's, off it's, there. Get your damn boots <laughs> off her, Biff. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but that's, they just that's wore been a those, sad thing. They to, just wore those inflatable Nikes. Yeah, that he had in the go. second one. Maybe the Kittred <laughs> thing would have been no issue. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I forgot that. Very, uh, very high dollar shoe. Stuff. I mean, good stuff. If the scientists had a better sneaker game, I think that's what we're saying. Yep. Yeah. Or they just bought new boots wherever they went, you know? Yeah. Kind of yeah. the lesson we've learned from Kittred. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, and, and I mean, there are some other, you know, diseases out there that could be transmitted. If you're grabbing a snake in the wild and, and then you're grabbing another snake without, you know, disinfecting mm -hmm. your hands. You could sure. potentially spread something across. Or I know Eric was talking about how, you know, with the next carpet fest, they're not. He's not going to do tours of his reptile room because every time they've had a carpet fest, he's gotten mites somehow, which is crazy. That boggles the mind, doesn't it? That's that people crazy. visiting that keep reptiles or, or transmitting mites with them to to his. That is. Uh it's not that is in uh so even in captivity wow. that is you know, a wow of a statement to <laughs> there, me. there's yeah there's certain times where you don't go handling I mean, the, the snakes yeah. you know so crazy disease wow. transmission think about it <laughs> right well have yeah. we exhausted our uh arguments for this topic i'm spent uh, this was a good one I'm spent well um we canceled our Australia trip. So what? I'm not going to Australia this summer um, to look for green tree pythons. The the tickets what were just not fuck? coming down in price. They were like yeah. double, triple what we're used to. So it's kind of uh, rough. So I'm yeah. curious to see how that impacts tourism. You know, you'd think there'd be some kind of incentive to keep the ticket prices a little. Oh, bit. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I just I don't I don't think I. I just feel like when we have inflationary things, like maybe prices relax a little, but like, you know, it was like when gasoline was like a couple, a dollar or two when I was a kid, like it never, ever came back down, you know, it never, yeah, it so, always and, and, goes and up. food gets, nothing ever gets, after the prices go up, nothing ever really gets cheaper. So it's just like. Well, plane tickets fluctuate, though. I mean, sometimes you yeah, you can but, find deals sometimes, but yeah, it's hard when you're trying to plan a trip. And so we we just called it for for this time, or hopefully, and, and, uh, I mean, we'll make you, it over in the fall or something. But and you look at like uh, Southwest Airlines, like all that mm -hmm. debacle that they had oh, yeah. with with all those U.S. flights, Canceled and it's kind of like. And, are they going to lower their prices because now they need to update all this infrastructure stuff that they obviously were not, you know, they were yeah. kind of neglecting not doing. Or, yeah. I mean, yeah. so it's like, I don't know. I mean, you know, maybe that's, that's just a weird yeah. example and it's not, you know, but yeah. it, 
I just, I don't know, man. I, I it's, it's very frustrating and you know, you want to go, go see the world and do things mm-hmm. and, um, we need this nuclear energy stuff to kick in so we can have you know nuclear planes. It, or- <laughs> you know, it's it's really it's really interesting that um power and stuff like that for a lot of nuclear technologies really have taken a great leap forward in safety and efficiency mm-hmm. and and the you know it's the models we look at are the old like you know, we look yeah. at the Chernobyls and the three mile three islands mile island. and and um, I think if, you know, we, we kind of looked at some of the newer, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and no, no, no energy production is without risk. And, and yeah. certainly nuclear has, um, you know, potential consequences that are a mm-hmm. little bit higher, but I mean, yeah. you yeah, know, with the, the new, the, you know, the new studies that are showing fusion is producing energy you know. yeah we'll see i mean it's how, it's how nice would that be we'll we'll see i, I you yeah know, that's a you yep. i mean they're getting so much closer but it's still they need beaming technology how nice would that be just to <laughs> beam yourself to australia oh my gosh oh, girl. yeah i'm sure they'd find a way to charge through the roof for it oh yeah no <laughs> yeah. shit yeah, or, or 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 you'd end up like space balls, where your ass is, where you're backwards. You know, <laughs> Why didn't nobody tell me my ass? Nobody so tell me my ass was this big, right? Like, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So, Good stuff. yeah, um, yeah. Another thing, another interesting thing, I guess, leading to the next segment of the show. Any you know interesting things you've heard lately? Uh, Alex's reptiles on Instagram is uh, bringing back Morelia Python. I um, yeah, Python.com. So I, I guess I, the forums are coming that. back. I'm curious because I I said you know hey I'll try to get on there, but I yeah. I'm just out of the out of the habit of checking forums and posting on forums. So well, and and dude I'm like I, I'm to not see if it can be brought. Back, I'm you know? not that guy anymore. I got you know two teenagers and uh, hobbies and and a mortgage and a job and you know like. Yeah. As much as I would like to see that. And a reptile collection. Yeah. yeah, It's, it's, it's going to be tough for me to spend the amount of time. Although, you know, I, I certainly, uh, am willing to make an honest effort about it. And, uh, but, um, but you know, it's, it's just one of those things where, uh, I, I kind of feel like, uh, you know, the best magic happens. Magically, organically, you know? so, yeah. It's, right. it's, uh, so you know, I hope I hope bring the rotary phone back or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, and and you know, things move in cycles, and and yeah. certainly, but, you know, who knows? Maybe certainly, maybe back. he's capitalizing uh, at a good mm-hmm. time where Facebook is no longer, you know, people's preferred, you yeah. know, preferred. I'm I'm, I'm way I'm maybe on Instagram way more than I ever am on Facebook anymore. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know. um Hey, I hope I hope so. That was, I mean, yeah. if he could pull that hat trick, that would be amazing. Would be cool. yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Like I said, I'll I'll give it a shot. You know, for sure, for sure. If I can get on there. Uh, well, anything else? Uh, no, I mean, just you know, I, I, as I said earlier in the podcast, I, I uh, really really enjoyed the venom exchange radio episode yeah. with, with Phil and Nipper. And I, again, just, I'm glad Nipper's okay. And, uh, just, oh, that was you know, such a pictures of his. Yeah. So I just, you know, like, Oh crap. Cause he's coming over to Utah in another yeah, month yeah, or yeah. two. So. Yeah. So, and you know, he's a fit dude and like, you know, mm-hmm. like it's just, it, you know, it's a yeah. not so subtle it's, reminder to people that, uh, you know, this, this stuff is serious. Um, mm-hmm. so glad he's okay. Uh, yeah. a great episode and, you know, I really like how those guys continue to push knowledge and, and really, mm-hmm. you know, make a serious thing out of, of venomous keeping where we see so many people who, I don't want to say make it blase blah, but you, you, you watch how they free, you know, people who free handle people who do things that are just, you know, like not, giving the the respect that these mm-hmm. animals you know demand um yeah yeah and sure. i think you know so glad you're okay nipper sorry that happened man um and a great yeah. you know a great documentation and and 
you know, discussion about that event though. Uh, nonetheless. For sure. All right. Well, um, this has been another episode. <laughs> we, uh, thank, uh, Eric and Owen and the NPR crew and for hosting our uh, little podcast here and letting us fight, um, on their, network and uh, check them out at moreliapythonsradio.com and we will catch you again in another week or maybe two yeah. <laughs> we'll see uh i'm, I'm gonna be out of town for a bit but uh it's just whenever we're back again for another episode it's the libyans run for it marty Fight club.